0: What was the star that led the Magi to the baby Jesus? And does it matter if we know what it was? What ethnicities were the Magi? And did the Magi find Jesus first or was it the shepherds? The answers when we understand the text.
1: Christmas from your friends at When We Understand the Text, a daily Bible commentary to help encourage your time in the Word. Tell all your friends about our ministry at www.utt.com. Hey, once again, it's Pastor Gabe.
0: Welcome back, Becky. Yay! It's good to be back. How do you feel?
1: not dead i feel better
0: <laughs> you were coughing for weeks
1: oh it was awful i had it Goodness. too but i mean
0: i kicked it in two days or something yeah I and, a, and of course hard of course it was the two days i didn't have to go to work <laughs> so i spent my days off sick
1: yeah yay yeah the kids weren't too keen on that either
0: yeah we want to play with daddy yeah uh, well
1: daddy's sick <laughs> <laughs> yeah it hit me hard I was laid up for a while.
0: Well, the cold weather is hitting everybody hard right now. Yes, Have, it is. have you seen that cold weather map?
1: Uh-uh. No, I don't want to. I don't <laughs> want to. I don't want to. I know it, I know it canceled a lot of flights.
0: Yeah. A like lot. Well, 2,500 was the last I saw. I'm sure it's been more than that yeah. since, but yeah. <laughs> and there were, uh, well, if you live down in Florida, looks like everybody's doing okay down there. <laughs> The way the map just kind of dips through yeah. like the Midwest and down into the southern Ugh. central part of the United States. But no, if you're out on the outskirts, southwest or southeast outskirts,
1: you're doing pretty good, huh? Still
0: looks pretty comfortable nice. out there. Yep.
1: Well, I know Florida got hit really hard with that hurricane, so maybe this is their break.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you guys got the hurricane. <laughs> we'll give you a nice December. <laughs>
1: uh nice December to wrap it up.
0: Well, this is the Christmas edition of When We Understand the Text. Yes. I would say you can email your questions, but it's too late. We got them all right here.
1: We do for this one. this epi- I mean, you can, you know, still email.
0: This week and the next week and the week after. We've got we've got these episodes figured out. Yeah. But if you want to start getting questions to us now for when we come back in to the Q&A season beginning January 13th, mm-hmm. oh, that's Friday the 13th.
1: Oh, neat. I'm just now
0: noticing that. Anyway, not that it matters, but were superstitious enough about that day. You, it still makes you go, "Oh, look, Friday the 13th." <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you see it pop up on the calendar. So you can send those questions to when we understand the text at gmail.com. I've got some Christmas related questions I'm going to answer here. Next week mm-hmm. is our year in review. Yes. Now, that episode I think last year we stretched it out into two episodes.
1: Yes, we did.
0: If we ever try to do it in one, it takes us an hour and a half.
1: Yeah, it takes a while.
0: So here's my commitment: <clears throat> we're gonna spend an, we're gonna spend sixty seconds on each story. Oh wow! And that's it.
1: All right, talk fast and don't breathe. So Check.
0: F- forty of the biggest events that happened in the year. In- I think
1: I could talk that fast. Do you think
0: I could talk that? <laughs> fast? Maybe
1: I can, but I'm not sure I can think that fast. I don't know. We'll find out.
0: <laughs> I'll have my little stopwatch here. <laughs> 'Cause I figure with the time in and the time out talking about each one. Uh huh. That'll that'll round out to about an hour. Okay. So we're gonna keep it down. Yeah. Try to keep we'll each each item at about sixty seconds. So we go through forty of the biggest events that have happened, affecting mostly Christianity. Yeah. But there's other things that'll come in there as well. That's next week's episode. And then on January the sixth, we're counting down the ten most popular what videos. Woo-hoo. For 2022 and giving you commentary. You get to hear all the stories of <laughs> things that went into those episodes and uh, weird comments we got after those episodes. Speaking of which, the comments are online now on our YouTube videos. Yeah. If you go to youtube.com slash subscribe to the channel. We've opened the comments up. So you can uh, you can now leave comments on our videos
1: and add some positive ones.
0: Whoops, accidentally started that video. Hang on there we go. <laughs> I brought that up because uh, on the most recent video that I did, which was does Isaiah 9:6 really mean Jesus is the everlasting Father hmm. because the modalists will use Isaiah 96 to say see Jesus can be father or he can be mm. son. That's not what that means. You have to go watch the video. But under the questions, uh, this person said, I'm about 20 videos away from watching every single what video. Wow. I've been watching them all day and taking notes.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) That's cool. That's awesome.
0: So with 20 videos left, he had, what would that be? About 35 more minutes. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Well, depending on how much time he's writing stuff down. (laughs) You should mention
1: the EXT.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then you got to go to the other channel. Watch all of those. I think all of the videos on the main channel still would take you less time to watch 350 videos than it would take you to watch the 30 videos on the other channel.
1: Yeah, that's cuz those are all longer. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably right.
0: Some of the episodes of the podcast are posting there.
1: Oh neat. It's
0: just audio, but it's yeah. it's on YouTube as well. Really cool. Yeah. All Sweet. right. You can use that app. (laughs) Let's get to some scripture here, and then we'll get to some Christmas-related questions. Yes, let's. Matthew 2, beginning in verse 18. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. But when he had considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the one who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place in order that what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet would be fulfilled, saying, Behold, The virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. And Joseph got up from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary as his wife, but kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Hmm. Now that's the passage I'm going to be teaching on this Sunday. Mm Mm-hmm. Even though we don't have Sunday school, but I'm still going to have a lesson on Sunday that you can tune in and hear. Yeah. So be sure to can catch it. Kind take the
1: place of your your uh, Sunday school program.
0: Yeah, it's, a, it's an older sermon that I preached a few years back, mm-hmm. but I figured I'll keep something in there. Even though we don't have a Sunday school class, this Sunday and the next week, there'll still be something there on Sunday.
1: That's what I was... Saying.
0: yeah we're trying to but you were there. also kind of froggy there uh, so. yeah
1: you know i'm also kind of foggy too
0: <laughs> foggy and froggy
1: <laughs> i'm getting there i'm getting there
0: if people can't speak fog or frog <laughs> then i was i was translating on your behalf thank you tomorrow mm-hmm. is the second part of the uh my top 10 favorite praise and worship songs for the year oh awesome remember i did part one back in November and i never got around to part two
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, part two is tomorrow. Nice. So. All you got to do is subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. And as soon as those episodes drop, they'll update on your phone. Look for them in the morning. Unless something that, you know, has happened and I delay getting an episode done, like I sometimes do. You know.
1: <laughs> it happened. Even
0: this episode almost didn't happen, but our friend Sonia. Yeah. Was so pushy. <laughs> Y'all go record.
1: (laughs) We love Sonia. (laughs) She's the best.
0: And we want to say uh, a special word about Sonia, too, having just lost her dad. Yes. And his funeral is going to be this next coming week. Yes. We love our friend dearly. And thank you, Sonia, for all that you do for us. We are praying for you and for your family. All right. Before getting to these questions... How many times have I said that now? Have I put something in front of these questions several times already?
1: <laughs> Probably.
0: A couple of poll questions. Ah. First poll question I put on uh my Twitter or the when we understand the text Twitter. Uh-huh. I'm still off Twitter.
1: Yes, you are. Elon You're still has banned.
0: Elon's not restored me yet. This was the question I asked. Which candy is the worst? Black licorice or candy corn? and I gave one other option other
1: other yeah. okay
0: in case you think there actually is a candy worse than those two <laughs> black licorice 68.6% wow candy corn 21.7% that leaves other 9.7% is that is that total like yeah both. that totals right that's right i know my kids like both is it Aria that likes the black licorice or Mariah? Both. Both. Okay, they both.
1: <laughs> but but they they appreciate the the real licorice, not the not the um more
0: candy. Yeah, that's even more gross. <laughs> I mean, the more authentic it is, the more disgusting it is.
1: I I kind of I can tolerate a little bit.
0: <laughs> I kept getting told like you got to have the real black licorice. Oh, that was even worse. <laughs> That was terrible. I thought it
1: was better. I can't stand the the taste of of licorice, like in the tea. Like there's licorice tea. Oh and stuff yeah, like that. Uh, no. And I, I just I can't do it. But... It
0: tastes like NyQuil.
1: <clears throat> That's it. Yes. Okay. I get it. But no, the the real licorice was pretty good actually. I liked it.
0: Then you like NyQuil.
1: No. <laughs> I gag on that stuff.
0: I remember my dad when I was a kid. I was like, I had never had NyQuil or DayQuil before. And I was like, what is that? I knew cough medicine that tasted really gross. Uh, Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, there wasn't
1: like Kool-Aid flavored
0: cough syrup.
1: Molasses that just. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking
0: about. Yes.
1: And it lasted forever. Uh, but everywhere it touched was numb for like a day.
0: And I don't think it actually cured your cough. Nope. It just made you wear, I do not want to bring that back up again. Yes. So I'm going to do everything possible. And it just willed in your mind, I am not going to cough. Not going to do it.
1: Mind over matter.
0: I especially don't want to make any kind of sounds going to make my mom give me that again. That stuff yes. was disgusting. That was so bad. I don't even know what it was. <laughs> anyway, can't even remember what it was anyway.
1: Either. Yeah. But go ahead, NyQuil DayQuil. Well, okay,
0: so I'm still on this story. So my dad had the NyQuil and the DayQuil in there, and i and I remembering my own children's cough syrup. So, of course, the question I have is, what do they taste like? Mm-hmm. And you have DayQuil that's orange, and mm-hmm. you have, uh, well, kind of red. No, it's red. I think it's orange now. It used to be red. Yeah. DayQuil used to be red. Right. So you had red and you had green. And I asked my dad, I said, so what do they taste like? And he goes, well, they taste like red and green.
1: <laughs> that sounds like your dad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like if colors could have that's flavors, that's answer. that's what they are. They just liquefied some green and put it in a bottle. It, that's what it tastes like.
1: <laughs> there you go, folks. <laughs>
0: Anyway, there were 979 votes on that poll. Almost had a thousand folks That's on that poll. That's awesome. Yep. Pastor Tom did one though that had 3,549 <laughs> votes. Hey, do I need to give you some of that cough syrup?
1: No, nope. right. I'll get it's it. It's coming. Yep.
0: You better hold that back. <clears throat> so here was Pastor Tom's question that he asked on his poll: 3,500 votes. Is your church open or closed on Christmas Day? Ah. I was about to post this same poll, and I noticed that oh, he had yeah? already done it. Yeah. Nice. Closed Christmas Day. Twelve percent. Twelve percent of churches out there—that's too many—are not going to be having any services on Christmas Day
1: because even Christmas Day is on Sunday. So yeah, it's Sunday. It's like you don't have any go to experience. church <laughs> anyway.
0: Cancel your Christmas Eve service if it means that you're not going to have church on Sunday. Right. Uh, I remember we had we had a service several years ago. Was this? What was the last time Christmas was on Sunday? Would that have been 2015? I don't remember. That would have been seven years ago. Maybe it would have been 16. 2016 was when it was. So we did the Christmas Eve service Saturday, and Mm -hmm. then we also had a Christmas morning service. But Christmas morning was, we just had one service at that time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here at First Baptist Church in Lindale, we have two. Yeah. So we don't have a Christmas Eve service this year, but we have two morning services. Mm -hmm. And I'm playing piano for that one. Yay! So one out of every... Eight churches canceling uh, canceling services on Christmas Day. That's too many. Is what it looks like. Thank you for that poll, Tom. Yeah. All right. Now here uh, we get into some questions. Dear Gabe and Babe. Oh, by the way, <laughs> before we get to these questions.
1: <laughs> I love it. Again? Again. Again.
0: <laughs> I did actually.
1: to have everybody on the edge of their seats.
0: <laughs> do they answer questions on Friday anymore? I don't even know. Becky hadn't been here. Dave's just doing whatever he wants.
1: Everything went awry after I left, huh?
0: You're the one that keeps me straight, and, and then you haven't Excuse been here. Uh, anyway, I went into the archives, because I have every question that we've answered mm-hmm. uh, going back to 2018. Oh, Wow. Of course, every episode is still there. You can go back and listen to all the episodes. But I, I have, uh, you know, the documents that I have all the questions in them. Mm-hmm. I've saved all of that going all the way back to 2018. So I was just curious, what other Christmas questions have we answered? Oh, so yeah. I, I pulled three out of the archives. Okay. So if we got time here at the very end, I'll get to some of those archive questions too. But you know what? We first should get to these.
1: Yeah, how about that? So this is
0: <laughs> this is from Brian. Dear Gabe and Babe. <laughs> I'm reading Dawn of Redeeming Grace by Sinclair Ferguson with my babe this Advent. And Sinclair seemed to have implied the Bethlehem star could be a natural phenomenon that led the Magi on their journey, and only through the scriptures they knew the child was to be born in Bethlehem, Matthew 2, 5, and 6, which led me to watching the what video about the star. Let me go ahead and play that video, and then we'll get back to the rest of... Brian's question here. All right. <laughs> In Matthew 2, we read about wise men known as Magi following a star from Persia to Judea in search of the Christ child. The Magi were kingmakers who studied many ancient writings. Six hundred years earlier the Jews had been exiled into Babylon and then Persia, so these Magi had the Hebrew prophecies foretelling the birth of the king. Moses said a star shall come out of Jacob and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. And Daniel, a prophet revered by the Persians wrote about when this would happen. The Magi came to Jerusalem and said, Where is He who has been born King of the Jews, for we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Since the prophecies were Hebrew, they assumed any Jew would know where to go. But Israel was so far from God, King Herod had to consult his own wise men to know what the Magi were talking about. The Magi followed the star until it came to rest over the place where the child was, and they found Jesus in Bethlehem, just as the scripture said. The Magi worshipped him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Much speculation has been made about the star of Bethlehem searching history for some kind of astral phenomena. The most popular theory is that the star was a conjunction of jupiter and venus in august of 3 bc and again in june a year later but that's not a very bright idea according to matthew the star was always ahead of them and it moved stopping over the house where jesus was clearly there's no natural explanation the magi were led by something supernatural and so are we to worship christ the lord when we understand the text becky popped a cough drop during that video i did you didn't want to try any of my cough syrup? Bill, no. <laughs> so Brian referenced the verse in Matthew 2 where it says that the star stood over the place where the child was. And he says that may not necessarily mean over the house, but in the direction of Bethlehem, with the Ma- which the Magi would have had the confirmed knowledge from the scriptures that it was in Bethlehem, according to Micah five two. The above was just me thinking out loud regarding the nature of the star. But my main question as raised by my wife is this. Why does it matter? Does knowing if the star was supernatural or natural affect our salvation? Or is there a purpose in learning about these small tertiary issues? I feel I'm biased because I like theology and reading on these things. Just wanted to see if there is value in knowing some of these trivia facts. Well, yeah, if you've got, uh, Trivial Pursuit, Bible edition. You need to know this stuff so you can can win the game.
1: That's a hard game.
0: (laughs) Becky won't play it with me. I won't. (laughs) She won't play any trivia games I
1: won't. (laughs) I told you that when we got married. I said, absolutely not.
0: (laughs) Uh, Matthew 2, verse 8. Herod sent the Magi to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child, and when you have found him, report to me, so that I, too, may come and worship him. Now, after hearing the king, they went their way and behold, the star which they had seen in the east was going on before them until it came and stood over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And after coming into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and fell to the ground and worshiped him. How would they have known exactly where to go? Right. The star showed them exactly the place. Yep. Yeah, I don't think that that's saying that the star just stood over Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. I think it's saying the star was over the place where the child was. Right. They knew exactly which house to go into. <laughs> I, and I do think you're right, Brian, that they knew Bethlehem. They mm-hmm. knew to go to Bethlehem. Or they knew that the king would come out of Bethlehem. They didn't know to go to Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Because Micah 5.2 says that the king is going to come out of Bethlehem. That okay, that's going to yeah. be the place. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's where he is. Right. Especially considering at the time that they arrived, the baby had already been born. Yeah. So it's logical. Let's go to the palace in Jerusalem. Right. If a king has been born, where's he going to be? He'll, right. He'll be in the palace in Jerusalem. Yeah. Bethlehem might have been the place of his origin, but that doesn't immediately mean that's where the child would have been. Mm-hmm. So when they went to Herod and no one in Jerusalem had anything that they were. Well, they went into Jerusalem first, but when no one there knew what they were talking about, mm-hmm. that gets them an audience before King Herod. And Herod's wise men say, oh, yeah, hey, there is a prophecy about that. Right. Bethlehem is <laughs> where, after the fact. Yeah. Hey, I guess we should have been paying attention to that all this time. So then they went on to Bethlehem. They may have known that by the scriptures, Mm -hmm. but it's just logical. Hey, we're looking for a king. He would be in the palace. Yeah, he would be in the palace in Jerusalem. So then when they went on from that place, they followed the star. And, oh, look, the star was actually leading us Mm -hmm. exactly to the house where the child was. Hence why I believe it would have been something supernatural. If you're talking about something high up in the heavens, like some sort of astral event, Mm -hmm then it's way up there and how does it signify even where e- even the town where the wise men would be going yeah i mean the star is way too high to know whether it's over jerusalem or over bethlehem which were only 4 miles apart
1: mm-hmm.
0: so i don't True. see i don't see why an astral phenomenon would have guided them exactly to the place where the child was whether you're talking about the town or you're talking about the house that he was in mm-hmm. plus When we go through the annals of history, you don't see multiple civilizations talking about this bright star in the sky that appeared at the time that Jesus was born. So this was a low astral event. It Mm -hmm. wasn't it wasn't something way up in the heavens. Right. It was something that probably would have been on the level of the clouds or something like that. Hmm. Guiding the wise men on their way.
1: Okay. so like it. I just, I don't know. I'm trying to think.
0: Uh, John MacArthur says it could have been an angel. No. That's possible. That's
1: possible, yeah.
0: Who knows? But I figure it would be something supernatural. This was a supernatural yeah. event. It wasn't a natural phenomenon.
1: Definitely. I, uh, I agree with that.
0: Especially when you consider all those <laughs> other proposals. They're just not bright. Yeah. Like comets and conjunctions planets. and, yeah, you know, planets appearing.
1: Yeah cuz i mean everything's so far away that to to light the way to that spot would be
0: right and see the thing about comets yeah. is is a comet during that time was considered an omen
1: yeah that's like, true like it's like a, a, bad a bad thing, thing. yeah right <laughs>
0: that's very true it's like uh oh, something bad's going to happen there's yes. a comet in the sky so the the wise men or the magi would not have assumed a comet was going to be leading them to mhm the king
1: yeah they probably would have headed the other direction yeah.
0: <laughs> go the other way
1: <laughs> well it's not that way
0: but good question brian mm-hmm. okay this next one's from abby and pineville it sounds like a good christmas town i like it pineville louisiana dear gabe and becky in keeping with the theme of your top 10 favorite christmas what videos because i did that compilation of all the Christmas what videos or ten of them anyway in Uh one video
1: yeah Yeah, okay
0: yeah which I just watched she says I have ten favorite Christmas questions for you number one Mm. what is your favorite Christmas tree ornament oh do you want me to read through all these or should we just answer them as we go
1: we can answer as we go okay
0: so number one favorite Christmas tree ornament I don't know
1: I don't know either. (laughs)
0: I didn't even look at them this year. The kids decorating with everything. I
1: like all the ones with my baby's pictures yeah, on them.
0: Yeah, I like those too.
1: Um, and then I have my own from when I was born.
0: Which the kids were getting me to open. I didn't even know we had that. Do we yeah. put that on there every year?
1: Um, Sometimes I don't, just because I want to keep it good.
0: <laughs> it has the year of your birth on there?
1: Uh-huh. Yep. That was from when I was a baby. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, just... I don't know. there's a lot of them um, we 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 don't have like the usual every one of it matches and stuff like that. We have no. like a compilation of everything yeah it,
0: it's it's a hodgepodge.
1: <laughs> it is a hodgepodge. and th- but they're also things not... that the kids made and things that people have gifted us. Yeah. and
0: I mean, it's a good tasteful assortment. It's not like, you know, gas station <laughs> <laughs> Christmas ornaments. Right. Oh, look, a Darth Vader, you right. know, and you stick that on your Christmas tree. <laughs>
1: We have a few fun if ones. If you want
0: to do that, that's fine. We, we just don't have, yeah, like a junk drawer on our Christmas tree. <laughs> it's actually tasteful. Uh, it looks like it all fits. Yeah. It's our own personality up yeah. on the tree. I can't think of a favorite one, though. We've never had a good topper. No. I think every year we're trying to figure out what should I put on the top.
1: Well, that's because I don't want to spend 50 bucks to get one that I like. <laughs> <laughs> it's an issue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I could hang Bubba up there this year. There we go. Yeah.
1: He's adorable.
0: Sit him up there on the top. Okay, number two. What is your favorite <coughs> Christmas album to listen to?
1: Oh, um, that one's tough.
0: For me, it's uh, Michael W. Smith Christmas. So that was 1989, I think, was when that album came out. Mm-hmm. Still my favorite.
1: I like to listen to Bing. Bing Crosby. Yeah. I just...
0: Yeah, White Christmas... Any of those from White Christmas. Mm -hmm. You listen to that a lot. Yeah, I do. Number three, what is your favorite Christmas carol like? And she has in parentheses like Christmas or classic hymn. Mm. Your favorite Christmas carol, classic hymn.
1: Do I have to know the words to it or can I just like (laughs) it a lot?
0: Well, why is it your favorite if you don't know the words to it?
1: Uh, I don't know. I just really like it. I I could listen to it all day. We Three Kings.
0: That's a good one. I like that one. Um yeah for me it would be I like that one too. Oh come all ye faithful mm. hark the Herald angels sing.
1: yeah. Of course I love Silent Night.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna stick either one of those two. <laughs> yeah Oh I really like I think that this one's underappreciated while shepherds watch their flocks by night.
1: Oh yeah, that was good.
0: It's basically the whole story of everything that happens with the shepherds and the angel. And it's to a very, very simple tune. I think there's several versions of it, but mm-hmm. the the one that's, uh, While shepherds watch their flocks by night, mm-hmm. all seated on the ground. That, that tune, that mm-hmm. particular one. I like that one. Also, I heard the bells on Christmas Day. Yes. I've heard some people say they really don't like that song. I like that one.
1: <clears throat> I do. I like that one.
0: And even though there's some Scrooges out there that don't like it, I still like Oh, Holy Night as yes. well. Yeah. Number three, what is your favorite Christmas care? Oh, that was, I just did that one. Number four, yes. what is your favorite Christmas food?
1: Oh, um, are we talking goodie or are we talking like food food? Because <laughs> there's a difference.
0: I, whatever you want to eat.
1: Well, I'm I'm just asking, is another one of those desserts her in our question? It just
0: says, what's your favorite Christmas okay. food?
1: Okay. Um, what do you want to eat at Christmas? Yes. <laughs> No, um, I love sweet potatoes, I love mashed potatoes and gravy, I love turkey, but you like to have ham.
0: You're just talking about stuff you can eat all the time.
1: No, 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 no. Mm -mm.
0: I'm going to eat whatever a person gifts me, and we've had a lot of good snacks gifted to us. Oh yeah. Here in the office um over the last couple You've of weeks. I brought a few
1: of them home. been <laughs> good. Yeah, I
0: just said to some of the ladies a little bit ago, I'm more likely to develop a cavity at Christmas than at Halloween.
1: <laughs> That's true.
0: They bring a lot of good I... and and not just good sweet stuff, but it's like the sticky sweet stuff. Yeah. It's got like the good gooiness to it.
1: I like um the the Mm. I can't think of it. The pecans, bonbons. No, the pecans.
0: Pecans. Oh, like the little cookie with the chocolate and the pecan on the top. Is that what you're thinking of?
1: No, I'm I'm talking just pecans. With just the, pecans. Like, the cinnamon and sugar.
0: Oh, you mean pecans?
1: No. Pecans. No. Pecans. <laughs> <But> yeah.
0: <laughs> the candied pecans. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. I like those. Okay,
0: those are good. I still think that's an anytime thing. I can get those at the mall. They got Mm. the little pecan thing over there at the mall. I'm
1: only in the mood for that stuff around Christmas time, (laughs) Christmas and Thanksgiving.
0: All right. Yeah, any of the, uh, you know, the Christmas goodie bags.
1: Cookies.
0: Yeah, pie is good. You have not done a pumpkin pie yet this year.
1: I've been sick. I haven't had my. For like a month.
0: I want my pumpkin pie. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I haven't had my Becky pumpkin pie yet.
1: No, you haven't.
0: Have I said what I like, um, let me, you,
1: I mean, let me kinda pick kinda from this stuff over think, here. You've been critiquing what I like.
0: <laughs> I've got some stuff in here already. I cool.
1: like the shortbread cookies, too. Those are good.
0: Shortbread cookies are good. <clears throat> gingerbread cookies. I'm a big fan of gingerbread.
1: I can only have so much gingerbread, but I love it.
0: Now, I like Absolutely love I it. like ginger snaps. I mean, if it's hard, mm-hmm. I'll still eat it. Mm-hmm. I'll probably want to dip it in my eggnog or my milk or something like that. Yeah. But oh, nothing beats a good soft gingerbread cookie. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, a soft warm gingerbread cookie. Okay, I've digging, only
1: had one of those in my life.
0: Digging into this bag here, because I bet I'll come up with some other ideas. Fudge.
1: Oh, fudge. something. Yeah, yeah, you
0: and fudge. Yeah. That is definitely a thing. But
1: but that I get all year round. Because around this, here they what, make it. That's what I'm all saying. All year round. You
0: can't pull that now because you've been listing all the other stuff that you can. But eat the I don't rest eat the, the
1: rest of stuff the rest of the year. <laughs>
0: you eat fudge the rest of the year
1: i do eat fudge that's what i'm saying (laughs) that's the only thing that i've said though (laughs) (laughs) all right that's a hard question uh i think that's the toughest
0: checks mix Toughest, toughest, <laughs> toughiest question. <laughs> toughest question. I, I like the checks mix. You know, doing the the holiday, it, they add the spice to it usually yeah. in the holiday. It's not every other time in the year. Yeah, it's just salty the rest of the year. But you got that Christmas flavor to it. Yeah, when they make it in December, whoever they are, um, <sighs> they in they. What was the other thing I was just thinking of? Oh, the um, muddy buddies.
1: Oh yeah, that we can't have right now. Why? Cause Bubba has peanut butter.
0: Oh yeah, right. Somehow our fifteen month old developed an allergy to peanut butter.
1: Yeah, sad. <laughs> so You're the
0: sad. one that's allergic to foods. I'm not. I
1: allergic am to allergic to foods.
0: So he got it from you.
1: It stinks.
0: Bonus question: oh, Abby bonus. says, "What is your least favorite Christmas food?"
1: Oh, um. Well, I can't say that I've ever tried the fruit. What what is that? Fruit cake. Yeah.
0: You've never had a fruitcake?
1: No. Mm-mm.
0: Hmm. There are fruitcakes that are really bad. Mm-hmm. I have had I a know, bad fruitcake. I know.
1: I've been too apprehensive about <laughs> tasting it, so I've never had it.
0: But when I was Never a, ventured. When I was a kid, my mom made these fruitcake cookies, mm-hmm. and they were awesome. Hmm. And so I'd always hear these jokes. Everybody always makes the jokes about the fruitcake Every year.
1: Your mom is an awesome cook anyway. Yeah, she
0: is. She's amazing. I grew up with two good cooks. You did. My mom and dad were both incredible cooks. And so it really spoiled me. I didn't make anything. <laughs> yep. And <then> I, had, <laughs> I had to learn. I had to learn myself. Uh, yeah, so she made these um, fruitcake cookies. And so I'd always hear the jokes about how terrible fruitcake is. And I'm just going, what's wrong with fruitcake? Yeah. It's good stuff. And then finally, yeah, I had a bad fruitcake, and I'm going, "Oh yeah, gross." <laughs> okay, now I get, it, I get it. And it's it's either just like uh, it's it's either you can either use it as a doorstop. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of fruitcake, <laughs> Or it's just this just this brick of hard dough and weird candied things you would never eat on your own on by themselves. So it's better to just have Is it as a, a door Is a
1: a serious No, gift it's or... a serious. It's just okay. a terrible
0: fruitcake. Just checking. So, so it's either that or it's way too spongy. <laughs> like way too light and soft. Uh-huh. And then it still has like these imitation gummy bear things in them. That's weird. Yeah. There's a certain kind of fruit you buy for it mm-hmm. that you put in the fruitcake. Okay. And it just, yeah, it's you wouldn't eat it by itself. Yeah. But it works in my mom's fruitcake cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Those are good. There's a fruitcake at the store right now. It's like from one of our local uh, local bakery. Mm -hmm. You know, I won't say which one it is, but anyway, uh, and it's fifty bucks. Yeah. fifty dollars. That's
1: because it's well known. Yeah, it's supposedly on a movie or something.
0: I don't trust it enough. (laughs) I don't. I don't trust the reputation of fruitcake enough (laughs) to want to spend fifty bucks. And believe that that fruitcake is going <laughs> to taste like a fifty dollar fruitcake, right? What is your here's question number five? So that was a bonus question that didn't even count. We're answering that one anyway. You okay there? <clears throat> I'm, I'm good. pulling out I'm the good. cough syrup. I'm going to do it.
1: I'm going to pull out another cough drop. There.
0: <laughs> what is your favorite part of the Christmas story? Hmm. I don't get it, What what part of the story am I not supposed to like?
1: Yeah, I don't.
0: I don't. Jesus know. came into the world to save sinners. Joy to the world.
1: <laughs> I think the angels is my favorite part just because. Angels
0: appearing to shepherds. Yeah. I yeah. think that'd
1: be amazing. I mean, putting aside the obvious of our Savior being born on earth is just.
0: Well, that's the announcement. Yeah. Right there. yeah. That's
1: huge. And, and I think I would be just super blessed to be anywhere close to that. But I think the, the angels would be my next favorite.
0: I would want to see that. That would be pretty phenomenal. I would like to know what that commotion was like when the Magi came into Jerusalem.
1: Mm. Interesting. What
0: was the mood and the attitude of the people when they saw them? Because it says that all of Jerusalem was troubled by them.
1: Mm. Huh.
0: So what was that like? What What did that look like? And it was more than just three dudes on camels. Right. Naturally. You know, there's a whole caravan of them that came in. So I'm curious about that. I also uh, I I would like to know what it was like when uh, Zachariah (laughs) is unable to speak because Mm -hmm. he doubted the Lord and John is born. And so he signs to the people that his name is going to be John. Mm -hmm. And then once he says his name is John, then he can speak again. Like, what was everybody's attitude about that? Right. You know, that whole thing. That would have been funny. (laughs) <laughs> that would have been a, a great family get-together moment. Oh. I would have liked to have eavesdropped on that one. <laughs> Number six, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, mm. I don't like talking about movies.
1: <laughs> White Christmas.
0: Yeah, I knew yours. Yeah, I don't know mine. Holiday I know yours Inn. better than mine.
1: Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn. Those are my two I must Muppet watch.
0: Christmas Carol. Yep,
1: yeah, you do love that one. I
0: like that one. And I'm still a big fan of It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. I do like that movie. I just read an article for someone recently who said they went and saw it in the theater. I saw there was a local theater around here that was playing it. Oh, really? I've never seen it in the theater. Hmm. I'd like to go do that. My wife took me to go see one of my favorite classic movies in the theater on my birthday. <laughs> I wish more theaters were doing that. I mean, That yeah. movie was over 40 years old. Yeah. And you could go see it in the theater. I wish that there were theaters around here doing it, because most of the new stuff that's coming out yeah. is just so bad. Yeah. There was that weekend where you were sick, and I was like, okay, I'm going to take the kids out. We're mm-hmm. going to go do something. Yeah. First thing that came to mind, I haven't taken them in a mo- uh, to a movie in a long time. Mm-hmm. Let's do a movie. Yeah. So I pulled the paper out. Pulled the paper out. What am I saying?
1: <laughs> that's our children. Our yeah. children pull the paper out.
0: <laughs> what am I, living in 2002? <laughs> Come on. Come on. I pulled up the listings on my phone is what I did uh-huh. anyway, and I looked to see what was playing. I mean, we have a ton of theaters around there, more theaters than I thought we had, mm-hmm. but nobody was playing anything
1: that, that I would take good. the kids
0: yeah. to. I mean, even that new Disney movie that's out has got some LGBTQ thing in it. Mm. I mean, anymore, if I see Disney on it, I'm going, yeah. eh, well, we're not going to go see that.
1: Yeah. Got to screen reputa- that first. Yep.
0: That's the reputation they've developed. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, I guess I answered that one. Number seven, what is your favorite Christmas tradition? Uh, putting the Christmas tree up three days before Christmas.
1: Every year. (laughs) Every year.
0: Yeah, but then we keep it up until your birthday.
1: Because I put it up.
0: (laughs) So we still get a month out of it
1: it's so bad i I always try to put it up after thanksgiving always right after thanksgiving
0: i think we've done it once
1: yep one time one
0: time out of 12 years of marriage
1: (laughs) i have been successful it is always something yeah always something we're
0: usually pretty deep into december before we get it up
1: oh and by deep you mean three days before (laughs)
0: yeah but we keep it up till your birthday
1: that's because we just put it up. That's,
0: that's what I am saying. So we get a whole month out of it. We're we just get a month out of it anyway if we put it up right after Thanksgiving. We're on the back end of Christmas <laughs> instead of the front end. Hey, the twelve days of Christmas go from I know, I know, December twenty fifth to what is that, January eighth.
1: I thought it was January sixth. Something like that.
0: That's my favorite tradition. Have you have you picked one yet? What's your favorite Christmas tradition? tradition
1: i think that's our only christmas tradition
0: Tradition, (laughs) it might be
1: (laughs) well we we do watch the old movies with the kids and have hot cocoa so that's that's one that i I drink
0: sweet tea yes which i just finished number eight what is your favorite place to go what what is your favorite place where is your favorite place to go at christmas (laughs) home
1: yeah we
0: just stay home at christmas
1: well, your job has a lot to do with that, too. Yeah,
0: we had decided, I mean, right when we got married, hey, I'm probably always going to be doing a Christmas Eve service, mm-hmm. so we'll go somewhere the other holidays, mm-hmm. but Christmas will just always have Christmas at home. Yeah. And when I was growing up, that's the way it always was. I had Christmas at home for 29 years before I ever had a Christmas anywhere else other than hmm. where my parents lived. Wow, and then the, I didn't have a Christmas without my parents until our first Christmas together. Mm-hmm. me and you and Annie.
1: Hmm. I bet that was weird for mm. your folks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Might have been I uh, was fine with it, but yeah, Christmas has always been at home for me. We've always been home
1: yeah. we We try to go around to the the like the the smaller towns around here. they always dress up. To the max, their stores and everything for Christmas, and it just looks beautiful. It looks like Hallmark, you know, type of movies, and um, and we so we go to those towns occasionally, and this year we didn't because I was very very sick. But
0: yeah, um, you've been sick all month.
1: I have, and but we, I always try to take the kids to something like that, or one of the the um, craft fairs or stuff like that. So just to yeah, some of get to the Christmassy.
0: Some of the towns that have that old classic look, mm-hmm. the old town look.
1: I love it. They'll
0: really dress up the downtown yes. and kind of become like a Christmas town.
1: Yes. I absolutely love it. I think I think it's awesome.
0: We like going out and looking at Christmas lights.
1: Yes. Uh, oh, that's a tradition we do every year. We yeah. drive around and we look at all the Christmas lights.
0: We're doing that tonight. We are. We're going to go look at some Christmas lights.
1: Sweet. Yeah.
0: Number eight, what is your favorite... Oh, that, that was that one. Except it should be <laughs> where is your favorite place yes. to go. Number nine, what is your favorite thing to do on Christmas Day?
1: Oh. ah,
0: Everybody likes my waffles.
1: We do. Yes. <laughs> your bacon waffles. Pretty much
0: expect me to do waffles. That's, oh, yeah, bacon. I haven't a, gotten any bacon yet.
1: It's a given. Yeah. Um, hmm. We like the waffles, and then we do the stockings, and then we do the presents, and
0: yeah, I think we're doing everything. Are we gonna do it? We're gonna open presents and everything the next day, aren't we? Yeah, we're doing it on the twenty sixth. Yeah, we got some friends coming into town. Yeah, so we got Christmas Day service. We got friends coming into town. I just don't know when we're gonna have like the Christmas with the kids, Uh getting to open their presents and everything. So and since I've been so sick.
1: I might not get them all wrapped until Monday anyway.
0: <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> Becky's been out of commission most of the oh, month. Oh, my
1: goodness. Anyway. And, th-
0: and then lastly, what was your favorite Christmas ever? Mm. Well, last year, because that was our first Christmas with seven of us. Yeah. So that was my favorite Christmas. Yeah. I'm sure this year will replace last year.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I I loved last year. Last year was great. I also loved whenever we got to rent that house in I think it was Kansas City maybe area. Yeah, it
0: was uh, outside of Kansas City.
1: With my folks yep. and my brother and family. That his was a family. good year. I that remember was that. so fun. I loved that. Anyway, we rented a house and they had it all dressed up for Christmas and
0: Yeah, that was we went right after Christmas. Mm-hmm. So it was yes. it was between Christmas and New Year's. Yes. So we still got to do, you know, everything with the church and then mm-hmm. took a week off after that.
1: Yeah, that was fun.
0: Well, Abby, thank you for those questions.
1: Yeah, those are great questions. I think we
0: had like 10 questions last year, too. It was a different list. Uh, Oh, yeah. I even remember who it was. It was Neil from South Carolina.
1: Oh, yeah. Had sent
0: us 10 questions. (laughs) That's awesome. 10 10 Christmas questions. (laughs) Uh, So now let's get into the archives because I got some uh, questions that I yanked from the archives here. All right. Let's see if we remember. I wonder if our answers will match what it did. Probably not. (laughs) I answered these the first time. (laughs) This one's from Celia in California. Do you remember her? Yes. She says, hello, Gebeki. Back in the day before we were Gabe and Babe.
1: Yep, it was Gebeki.
0: We were (laughs) Gebeki. My Christmas question is this. Were the wise men different ethnicities? Mm. I know it wasn't three of them. The Bible doesn't state only three wise men. But when people think of three, they also think of one African American, one Asian, and one of some other race, usually Caucasian. Very true. <laughs> you have the Angoloid, the Mongoloid, and then uh, what? What are white people called? I can't... <laughs> We've been called so many names since the woke movement. Now I don't even yeah, remember don't what. The... <laughs> so it's kind of like they they have uh, one of one of the three, the three main you know ethnicities of people:
1: mm-hmm.
0: Asian, white, and black. So, uh, anyway, what, where did I stop here? Uh, I always see pictures of them like this, and I'm just wondering where are people getting this from, or am I missing something here? Thanks, and I hope you and your family have a safe and merry Christmas. Well, they would have been Persian, most likely.
1: Yeah. Do you think they all would have been the same though? Probably. Hmm. So the now, given came that they from were
0: they were traveling in a large caravan, mm-hmm. I, I mean, there could have been some different ethnicities in there, especially when you consider that the wise men of Babylon got pulled into the Persians became the wise men of Persia hmm. and some of those wise men among the Babylonians were Jews mm-hmm. because they had taken the you know the most eligible boys from Judah and had castrated them and had made them wise men in the uh, in the service of the king of Babylon hmm. So then those wise men became the Persian wise men. So there probably was a hodgepodge of some different ethnicities in there. I don't think it would have been terribly vast.
1: Yeah. But Persia, they all would have been whiter.
0: No. I think Yeah, it would have been more Middle Eastern. Oh, really? I mean, you see Middle Eastern folks that are pretty white, though.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I know. I'm not saying like white, white, like me white. I'm white.
0: Well, Muhammad, the founder of Islam, mm-hmm. is described as being a very white man.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah.
0: I think you can imagine that however you want.
1: <laughs> but but they were traveling outside, so they were probably more tan. Yes. At that point. I
0: doubt any of them would have been Asian. Yeah. I really doubt they would have been Asian because we don't see uh, the... We don't see Christianity getting into Asia even until about the 4th or 5th century. Oh,
1: that's true.
0: Now, uh, it's part of church history that Thomas made it as far east as India. Mm -hmm. Some people believe that Thomas, we're talking Thomas the Apostle. Right. Some people believe that's where he died. That's where he was martyred. Okay. So it could be. It could be during that time there was some venturing of the Christian faith out to the east. But as far as evangelism is concerned in the history of the church. We don't see that chronicled in church history until you get to about the fourth century or so hmm. fourth or fifth century.
1: That's interesting.
0: Unlike So therefore it's <clears throat> unlikely that any of the Magi were probably Asian. Hmm. They don't really come from the, that far East yeah. men from the East. It wasn't that far East. Right. This next question from Beverly in Michigan. Is it okay for Christians to have Christmas trees in their homes Don't Christmas trees have pagan origins?
1: I remember that question, too.
0: (laughs) Well, let me just go ahead. I'll play the what video. Yeah. And that'll answer the question. Did you know Christmas trees are forbidden in the Bible? Jeremiah 10, 3 to 4 says, For the customs of the people are vanity. A tree is cut down and worked by the hands of a craftsman. They decorate it with silver and gold. What could that be but a Christmas tree? Well, verse 5 says it's describing an idol. And Christmas trees symbolize that we don't worship idols. The story goes that in the 8th century, a man named Boniface went throughout Germania sharing the gospel, a very dangerous mission. He came upon a group of heathens who sacrificed babies to Thor under the thunder oak. Grieved by such barbarism, Boniface chopped down the tree and put an end to human sacrifice. The people were amazed Thor did not strike him down. Upon the stump, Boniface declared that Jesus Christ is God. God, and their pagan gods did not exist. He pointed to a small fir tree that pointed up to heaven, its leaves evergreen like the everlasting life we have in Christ. No longer worship the false gods in the wild wood, he said, but worship the true God at home with family. That was the meaning of the first Christmas tree. So again, a Christmas tree is not pagan. It's a reminder that we used to be pagan. Besides, there's no difference between having a Christmas tree and any other kind of plant. Whether you have a Christmas tree or not, let your testimony be that of 1 Thessalonians 1, 9-10. How you turned to God from idols to serve the living and the true God and to wait for His Son from heaven whom He raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come when we understand the text. Now, that's a Christmas song I'm not terribly fond of. Oh, Christmas Tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or Oh, Tannenbaum. Yeah. I like the tune of it, though.
1: The tune is catchy. Yeah.
0: It's a really good tune. I'll catch it, you know, when I'm in the mall or in a department store or something like that. Mm-hmm. If the If the Christmas, it's just like Christmas instrumental music. Right. That's playing. Yes. And that one comes on. I really like that tune. Mm-hmm. But I'm not real crazy about the song. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. <laughs> oh, dear. How lovely are thy branches.
1: Yes. Isn't, isn't that what it's it is? weird.
0: Yeah. And apparently you have to sound like Kermit the Frog when you're, oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. <laughs> I actually like that voice better than <laughs> the like yeah. <your> first one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that first one was kind of morphing into that. Ah, so uh, okay. Evolution, or I devolved (laughs) went from man to frog. Uh, This one from Unami. We keep seeing the nativity scene with baby Jesus, Mary, Joseph, and the three wise men upon reading Luke and Matthew. My family and I discovered that actually it was the shepherds that met baby Jesus upon his birth, Luke two, and the wise men appeared later, Matthew two. So perhaps for someone who hasn't read the scriptures, the question can be, Was it the shepherds or the wise men that met baby Jesus first?
1: Hmm. Yeah, that'd be a good question. Well,
0: Matthew comes first, Matthew in the Gospels, Mm -hmm. and then you have the account in Luke. But if you're going in chronological order, the shepherds would have been the first to see the child because he was actually laying in a manger wrapped in swaddling cloths. By the time the Magi made it to Jesus, he was almost two years old. Mm Mm-hmm. Because remember what said uh, about how how old Herod would have figured the child to have been.
1: Right. So two based, and under.
0: yeah, two and under. So he based that off of what the magi had said to him when the star had appeared. Hmm. And so this was uh, let's see Matthew two sixteen. When Herod saw that he had been tricked by the magi, he became very enraged and sent and slew all the male children who were in Bethlehem and all its vicinity from two years old and under, according to the time which he had carefully determined from the Magi. Hmm. So that would have put Jesus a little over a year, probably by that point.
1: Yeah. How sad.
0: So the question earlier, what's your least favorite part of the Christmas story? There you go. That's that's the least favorite (laughs) part right there. But yeah, that's how old Jesus would have been at the time the Magi came. So chronologically, you put that event after the uh, the shepherds would have seen it, over a year after the shepherds would have seen him. <laughs> yeah. But that's interesting to consider that, you know, Joseph and Mary came down from Nazareth to Bethlehem mm-hmm. to be registered for the census, but then they stayed there. Yeah. So they had been there for a couple of years, and Joseph would have made a living there that mm-hmm. way. But then from the gifts that they had received from the Magi, that would have paid for their stay in Alexandria. Mm-hmm. So when they fled from... Bethlehem to go down into Egypt. They stayed there until Herod died, which wasn't very long. They were in Egypt for less time than they had been in Bethlehem. Hmm. When they came back, the uh all for all intents and purposes here, it looks like Joseph intended to come back to Bethlehem. So Uh, In verse 20, get up, take the child and his mother and go into the land of Israel for those who sought the child's life are dead. So Joseph got up, took the child and his mother and came into the land of Israel. But when he had heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea in place of his father, Herod, he was afraid to go there. Ah. Then after being warned by God in a dream, he departed for the district of of, of Galilee and came and lived in a city called Nazareth. So that what was spoken through the prophets would be fulfilled, he shall be called a Nazarene. Mm. So it looks like Joseph had probably intended to go back to Bethlehem. Yeah. But when Archelaus was there reigning in Judea, then the Lord directed him to go into Galilee. So they yeah. just went back to Nazareth Yeah. at that point. Yeah. So there, there you go. We have uh, these nativity scenes that have all these different characters that appear right there, but they didn't all come <laughs> simultaneously. No. No. Now, uh, there was that movie called The Nativity. When mm-hmm. did that come out? I remember going with my friend Kyle to see it in the theater.
1: I don't remember.
0: 2005, five, six, somewhere wow. in there. Anyway, um, in that movie, they all came at the same time. There were the shepherds and then the wise men. And I remember there being an interview about that movie on one of the shows that we aired on the Christian radio station that I was on.
1: 2006?
0: 2006, that sounds right. Yeah. There was an interview with one of the creators of the show, and he said, well, we just decided to put them all together because everybody's nativity scene looks that way. So we still haven't had an accurate nativity movie. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to put the Magi. 2009,
1: 2006.
0: No, it was not 2009. Okay.
1: Well, it's giving me a whole bunch of different ones. That are...
0: <laughs> 2006 sounds about right. Okay. It was mid-2000s range. Mid-aughts.
1: That, that was this why, one?
0: Why don't we call that period the aughts? Uh yeah yeah that's Kay. her.
1: 2006.
0: Yeah, I re- recognize the gal that played Mary. <laughs> Why don't we call that period the aughts? The aughts? Yeah, aughts.
1: What do you mean aughts?
0: Like aught one, aught two.
1: Oh, uh huh.
0: But we say the we have to say the whole year 2001. Not and. 2002.
1: There's no and.
0: <laughs> but back in the early 1900s, they called it the aughts. Aught one, aught two. That's true. I was I looking know. forward to that tradition. Like in the '90s, I was going, "Hey, next in the next decade, we get to call that year the odds." Nobody did it.
1: You you should have said it a little bit more often, because <laughs> with all of my power years.
0: and influence, yes. in that decade, <laughs> I could have been a motivator. Yes. All right. Well, that's it, folks. We have uh, we've spent our hour.
1: Well, Merry Christmas. Merry
0: Christmas to you all. Yes. Celebrating the reason for the season, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I hope you have somewhere to worship this weekend, Christmas Eve service, Christmas Day service. Go and be with your church family Mm -hmm. and worship Christ the Lord. Oh, come let us adore him. Amen. All right, let's pray. Yes, let's. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for this season. And we remember the incarnation of Jesus Christ, he who came from heaven to earth, who put on flesh and dwelt among us, who lived a perfect life, who died on the cross as a perfect sacrifice for us, who rose again from the dead so that all who believe in him, our sins will be forgiven. The wrath of God has been satisfied. We have fellowship with you now and the promise of eternal life with you forevermore. All who believe in him will be saved. What a great time of year to remember that message and to use this time when people are probably more likely to listen to it or or look for a church to be able to worship in even on Christmas Day. May they hear the gospel message and come to faith in Jesus Christ and know Him and live. Lead us in this truth all year long that we may live as Christ, walking in holiness and looking forward to that day when we will join you forever in your eternal kingdom. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. We pray in his name. Amen.
1: Amen. Pokey? Okie dokie pokey.
0: All right, you got your thing? I got my thing. All right, go for it.
1: Merry Christmas from We Are Friends. From
0: weird friends. Merry Christmas Christmas, from weird friends. From
1: your friends. Weird friends. (laughs) Didn't say weird. said (laughs) weird. That's weird. It is weird. (laughs) Merry Christmas from your friends at When We Understand the Text. A daily... a daily Bible commentary to help encourage your time in the Word. Tell all your friends about our ministry at www.udt.com. Here once again, as best to can. Okay. Merry Christmas from your friends at When We Understand the Text. A daily Bible commentary to help encourage your time in the Word. I don't know why I am
0: that. <laughs> your vowels. I'm
1: hung up on that.
0: <laughs> is your is your face? Can you feel your face yet? I uh,
1: will. Uh, uh, uh. My mouth isn't working.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Cuz all the the cold, the cold is affecting everybody right now.
1: Ugh. Okay. Try again.